Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I'm your host, Elisa Wilcox, and today's topic is very, very juicy. Here on Tech Champagne, we like to talk about a lot of things. We like to talk about tech systems. We like to talk about online business, automation, money mindset, and all things entrepreneurship. It is a journey. Let me tell you, I have been doing this for about 11 years, doing business coaching for online entrepreneurs. And I think there's a lot of things that just don't get talked about. You know, we see on Instagram and Facebook, people posting about their business growth and their new clients and all of the fun stuff that comes with online business. But what about the difficult stuff? What about when clients ghost you? Now, this will happen to every entrepreneur at some point in your business. This will happen to you. And I'm going to tell you a little story today about a client who ghosted me. This has happened to me a handful of times, not, not a lot, honestly, in the last maybe five years. And so today I'm going to tell you about what happened to me when someone ghosted me, when a client ghosted me, what I did about it and how I put systems in place to prevent that. You know, as we run our businesses, we don't know what we don't know. So you are always evolving your business and your systems and your contracts and all the elements that come with running your own business as you go. So I hope you learned something from this podcast. If there are some things you do not have in place, I want you to put them in place or at the very least take notes and plan to put them in place because it will save your butt in the future. And these are things I wish I had known before I started my business, but we do our best, right? We do our best. We always improve tools and we learn as we go. Okay, here's the juicy story. So I had a one-on-one client who signed a contract with me as a one-on-one client for three months. Uh, We worked together the first month. She chose a three-month payment plan, made her first payment. We worked together for, I think, three weeks. And then she started canceling meetings. And I was a little concerned and checked in with her. Her payment plan was on an automated system. I used Stripe and Moonclerk as systems to charge my client credit cards. And the charge was declined. So I reached out again and just to check in, you know, is everything okay? I know you've been canceling meetings. Just want to see if you're okay. Nothing. Never heard back. And then I got blocked on all social media. Didn't respond to any emails, text messages, didn't make any effort to update her credit card in my system, just completely ghosted me, <laughs> completely disappeared. So I had a meeting with uh, a resource. I'm going to share a resource with you right now. Her name is Natalie Puglisi, P-U-G-L-I-S-I. You can go to her website, nataliepuglisi.com. She is an attorney for online business owners. There's also an episode of Tech Champagne where I interview her. It's actually the very first episode of Tech Champagne. So I didn't even have to look that up. If you want to go to episode number one of Tech Champagne, 
you can learn a lot more about Natalie and what you need to have in place to protect yourself. So I, I contacted Natalie and said, Hey, what recourse do I have? What's next? Cause I had never been through that experience before. And she reviewed my contract and my contract was very specific that I don't offer refunds. There's a no refunds clause in my contract. She also reviewed it to make sure that there's a line of copy in there that says client agrees to follow through with payment plan, regardless of whether or not they participate in the program. So that's a pretty key phrase. Now I I'm not a legal resource of any kind. I'm simply repeating what I have learned. I'm not giving legal advice. <laughs> so please contact Natalie, but please see if you have any questions about your client contracts or anything legal for your business. So she advised me, she said, you know, you can take her to court if you want to do that. You have a contract that's pretty airtight. You have some, you know, legal standing for sure. You can file a lawsuit. You can take her to small claims and you can go the litigation route. And I said, okay, so what are the chances that I'm going to get this money if I go through that experience? It's a huge cost emotionally. It's a huge cost time-wise. It's an energetic cost. So I wanted to kind of check with her and see what her experience was as an attorney in these types of cases. So she said, there's no guarantees that you're going to get all of your money back. It depends on a lot of things. The judge will review your contract. Um, and because the services were not technically provided because she didn't participate, there was not an exchange of services after the first few meetings, you might get a partial judgment for some of that money. You won't get all of it. You might get none of it, <laughs> but you know, that that's an option for you to pursue. You can absolutely pursue legal action in this case. So I sat and I thought about it and I thought some more and I thought some more. And I thought, you know, I have a couple options here. I can continue trying to track her down, reach out, um, which wasn't getting me anywhere. Or I could take all this energy and frustration that had been living <laughs> in my body because of this client, and I could just sign some new clients. And so that's what I did. I decided to let it go. Um, and I signed some new clients that way. And in talking to Natalie, she said, another option that you have is you could send them to collections. So you could contact a collections agency. You can give them all the information. They would want a copy of your contract so that there's proof of the debt and you can let them do all the dirty work. So that's the route that I went. I decided not to pursue litigation. Um, even though you have several years to actually pursue the litigation. So I could change my mind. Um, I decided instead to send her to collections. I contacted a few different collections agency and typically collections agencies, um, they don't charge you anything until they actually collect from the client. So I went that route and I just handed it off and I thought, you know, I don't want to be in court with anybody. I really don't. And I honestly would love to just instead sign clients who are ready to work, who are looking to uplevel their life, their business, who want to put automation into their businesses so they can make more money and create businesses that light them up. That's the space I want to live in. I don't want to live in the space of trying to collect money from people that have no intentions of following through with their commitments. That is not the space I want to live in. So that's why I made that decision. Do I have a legal right to pursue litigation with this person? I do. I do. Am I going to at this time while this podcast is being recorded? No, I'm not. I'm letting the collections agency handle it. 
um, I'm just letting them handle it. I don't really want to be in touch with this person anymore. And I don't want to spend any more time and energy on it. So that was the decision that I made. Okay. Let's talk about the refund policy of contracts. Let's talk about this contract here for a moment. So I hired Natalie Puglisi to write up a client contract for me. She has done my client contract. She's also done the forms that need to be on your website. And those are the privacy policy, the disclaimer, uh, terms and conditions, and then terms of use. If you sell online courses, again, I'm not a legal resource of any kind, (laughs) but if you don't have those on your website, you need to get them. And Natalie can help you with those. So Natalie and I went through my client contract. She helped me make some revisions, um, add some more specific language to it, specifically the refund policy. So a lot of people forget about this in their client contract. You have to be really explicit when creating a refund policy. Do you offer refunds? Yes or no. If there's some ambiguity, in what cases do you offer refunds? Um, It has to be black and white in your contract. My contract says I do not offer refunds. You are agreeing to follow through with this payment, whether or not you participate in this coaching program or course or mastermind or live event or whatever that might be. That is very explicit in my contract. So if I were to pursue litigation in the future, I would take that verbiage with me. And that would be the documentation that would prove that I am in fact owed this money, given the contract that we had both signed and both entered into. So what happens when you sign a client um, and they don't ghost you, but rather they come to you and say, I'm having a tough time. I would really love to get a refund if that's possible. You know, they've come to you, they've been brave, they're communicative. They're just being a human being. And they're saying, I really need some help right now. I would love to request a refund, a partial refund, um, an extended payment plan, things of that nature. It is up to you. It's your prerogative as a business owner on how flexible you want to be in those cases. I have made exceptions. I I don't make them often, but I have made them. And I typically find that when people are respect, respectful and they just say, you know what, Elisa, I am having a really tough month. (laughs) I just need an extension. I just need this. Um, I need, I need, I need. So I I respect that. I know it's difficult for people to say when they need help financially, I get it. And my goal is to help my clients make a lot more money. And sometimes for them to get their businesses started, they might be catching up on bills or catching up when they've maybe had a dip in income. So there are times where I have made exceptions. They're not very often, mainly because I find that if I tell someone, um, you know, if someone comes to me and says, I didn't use your course, this to me is a very different scenario. I didn't use your course. I intended to, but I didn't, I got distracted. So I would really like a refund if possible. Uh, that, that happens to me from time to time as well. And so my response to that, because I want to empower my clients is, well, you have lifetime access to this course. So I know you've purchased it six months ago or 12 months ago or 18 months ago, and you haven't done anything with it, but what can I do to help you dive into the program and create your course and start selling your course? Because if I just give them a refund, number one, and if it's, it's just poor, you know, business practice on my end, but number two, I'm not empowering them in any way. I'm just saying, okay, you don't have to follow through with the thing that you were really excited about doing. 
and invested in so you could do it, you don't have to do that anymore. Here's your money back. <laughs> I don't want to do that from a business perspective. It's not very smart. Um, and I'm not being a support to anyone if I just give them their money back and give them a pass because the initial conversation that I had with them when they signed up or over DM or, you know, sales call or whatever that might be, you know, was, was much different. I was listening to them get really excited, make some new goals, um, you know, really be, really be specific about what their year was going to be and how much money they were going to make and the changes that were going to be made in their lives, personally, financially, emotionally, you know, they were really, really excited, but we're also human beings, right? I mean, things get in the way, life changes, pandemics happen, you know, stress, um, health things happen. So I get it. But if someone were to come to me and say, you know, I didn't, I didn't use your course. I'd like a refund. My answer is no. It's very clear in my terms of use that I don't offer refunds, um, in my courses. And so my response is, is in that case, no, but I also want to say to them, and I, I often do, you know, I don't offer refunds. However, what can I do to help you dive in and implement these tools? How can I better support you? Do you need a higher level of support? If so, you can leave the group course and jump into the mastermind where you have Voxer access with a group every single day, well, Monday through Friday. Is that a better level of support? Not everybody thrives in a group course that's automated. Not everyone does. Some people do, but most human beings, <laughs> we need support. We need connection. We need accountability. We need all the good stuff that comes with higher end support. So that would be my response to a refund in that case. I don't offer refunds because you didn't use my course. However, I still want to support you. So help me, help me help you because <laughs> that's ultimately what I want to do. So in the case where my client, my client ghosted me, um, I let it go. I let it go. One thing I did do after she ghosted me, I was about due for a raise in the investment in my one-on-one program. So I did that. And I've signed a few new clients um, at the new investment. And I do find that when I start signing clients who are ready and willing to invest in themselves and in their businesses, they work really hard. They work so hard. So I am loving the clients that I have right now. I think it was the right choice. I mean, there's no guarantees. We don't always know the right choice, right? When things like this happen, there's no, there's no guidebook <laughs> to this stuff, to being an entrepreneur and all the intricacies that come with having clients. There's really no guidebook to that. So it was a choice that I made not to pursue legal action at this time. Like I said, I have time to change my mind if I want to. Instead, I chose to send her to collections and focus my energy on growing my own business and growing my mastermind and possibly creating a live event for 2022, which I'm really excited about. So it's a personal decision. I'm not advising you legally. I think that's the third time that I've said that. Uh, but what I am doing is encouraging you to really sit with your decision for a few days before you finalize your decision. I've had a lot of friends who are business owners who have gone to court for different reasons. And I've seen the energetic cost of it, the emotional cost, the time cost, the financial cost, you know, it's all the things. So it's definitely a personal decision. And I do encourage you to reach out to Natalie Puglisi, nataliepuglisi.com, or if you have another legal resource in your back pocket, I would consult that person before making any legal decisions. 
Um, and if you're not sure about these forms that you need for your website or what needs to be in your client contract, please contact Natalie or your legal resource or somebody that you love who is in the legal world. It is super, super important as a business owner to have these tools in place. You need them for your own protection. (laughs) You need them for the growth of your business. And honestly, when you have these things in place, people will hire you because you have your shit together. So it's an up level on all the things. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening to my story about when a client ghosted me. Um, If you have any questions about this story or something is happening to you and you're not sure how to address it, let me know. We can connect on Instagram at any time. My Instagram is the underscore Alisa, A-L-I-S-A underscore Wilcox. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.